Have you ever sent out an email to a group of coaches and heard nothing back but crickets? This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about some of the root causes that I've run into with a lot of my athletes on why they're not getting emails back from coaches and what to do when that happens. Stick around. Whether you're just getting started in the recruiting process, or maybe you've been at this for a little while and you just need some more support, some questions answered, I'm here to help you guys make sure that you achieve your goals while you are not wasting your time or money on things that aren't going to pay off in the long run. If you're interested in getting some one-on-one coaching through your recruiting process, you can find more about that through a free discovery call with me. You can sign up for a time that works best for you and your family on my website at howtogetrecruited.net. Hey guys, I'm Coach Allison. I'm a former college coach and player, now a current recruiting expert and educator. I empower student athletes and their families to take control of their recruiting process. In this podcast, I will give you clarity on what steps to take in your journey, and we'll also hear from current and former college coaches and players so you can learn firsthand from people who have gone through it themselves. With education on the process and a recruiting plan in place, you can help make your athletes' dreams of playing in college a reality. Let's talk about how to get recruited. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the How to Get Recruited podcast. I'm Coach Allison, here to cover all things college volleyball recruiting and make sure that you guys are on the right path to achieve your goals and your dreams. So this week, I thought we would talk about something that I get asked a lot about and is really a big problem with a lot of student athletes out there, and that's what should I do if a coach doesn't respond to my email. It can be really confusing when you don't get a response back. Really, I want to work a little bit retrospectively and figure out why we're not hearing back. And let me start off by saying, coaches are busy people. Some coaches are really great at communicating with student-athletes and staying organized in their emails and other forms of communication, and others are maybe not as good, and that's just something to be aware of. Sometimes there's not a reason. It just kind of happens. You have to remember, especially with some of these bigger schools out there, they're getting hundreds of emails a day. They have a lot of student athletes reaching out to them. It can sometimes be difficult for them to maintain that communication and to stay on top of everything that's coming in for them. But with that in mind, there's also sometimes reasons that we're not hearing back. And when I work with my one-on-one athletes with this, I usually find two main issues of why we are not hearing back from college coaches. Issue number one that I run into, and I want to ask you guys, is what is the content of your email look like? Go back and read through those emails you sent. Does it sound like you? Does it sound like a real genuine person or does it sound like 
a robot who sent the same email to 300 other schools. And still, some coaches will still respond to those generic emails. But if I'm a coach in the beginning of my day, I start out, I open my emails, and I read this very generic email that is titled to coach, not Coach Allison, and the email says nothing about my school or my program. The email doesn't have anything personal about you besides the position you play. It doesn't make me very excited as a college recruiter to get back in touch with you. So I might forget. I might skip past it. There's a lot of reasons why they might not respond. But go back to your email and make sure it is not just some generic cookie cutter email. Every email that you send should be personalized to the school that you are writing it to. Use the coach's names when you are starting off the email. Don't just say coach. Say Coach Roberts. Say Coach Johnson. Have a name on there. Even just that alone shows that you did some kind of effort ahead of time to make sure that you prepared for this email. Also, make sure that you include something about the school. Specifically, use the school by name. Use their mascot by name. Talk about something that happened this past season or something that you're interested in about the school, whether that's the conference, the location, maybe they have your major. Include something that is specific and brings a coach in to know that you took the time to personally write this email to them. And there's a lot of other ways that we can really spruce up this email, make it even more personal, and really draw a coach in to read more and want to hear more about you. And I, I work a lot with that on my one-on-one athletes. If I kept talking about it, I'd talk about it for an hour, and I don't want to make my podcast that long. But that should be a good starting point for us. The second issue that is very common that I run into with my athletes which is maybe one of the biggest problems that you can have in this recruiting process is, are you targeting the right schools? Because you can do every single step that I guide you through in this process. You can do all the right things, but if you're not doing them to the right schools you're not going to get responses back. And that can be a multi-layered thing. Yes, there's a size factor. Yes, there's a talent factor. Yes, there's a culture fit factor. There's a lot of things that go into, is this school the right fit for you? If you have not already done so, make sure that you have a conversation with a trusted coach, whether that's your high school coach, your club coach, someone you've taken private lessons from, or that your family knows who has experience at the college level, have somebody that you trust that you can have this conversation with 
about what level of schools you can be successful at. Not just what school can I play at, but where can I be successful at? Where can I add value? Because that is an incredible, incredible part of this process is when you find a school that values you as a person, not just accepts you on their roster, but somebody who sees what you have to offer as an athlete, as a person, that's an incredibly valuable thing to find in a program. So sit down with this person, ask them what level they think you can play at, and strap yourself in for an honest answer. (laughs) Because it doesn't do any good for the player, the coach, the parents, or the schools for this coach to sugarcoat things. You don't want them to tell you you can play Division I if that's not really a realistic spot for you athletically. Like I said just a second ago, there is a size factor. Maybe you are incredibly athletic. Maybe you have an amazing arm swing, but your touch point isn't quite what it should be to play at the Division I level. And that's okay. Go find an amazing D2 program who's going to value an undersized athletic hitter. Knowing where you can add value, knowing where coaches are going to be excited to get in contact with you is worth having that conversation. I also really encourage athletes, when you're starting this process, don't just focus on one level. So maybe you can play Division I, but maybe you would be an all-conference player at a Division II school. Maybe you might win championships at a Division II school. So try to reach out to both levels. See what they have to offer. See what coaches get back to you and give you feedback and are interested in and take that as an educated evolving circumstance that you can continue to learn from as you go. So those are the main two areas that I would challenge you to look at and see what your the content of your emails looked like if that was reflective of who you are and reflective of you taking the time out of your day to personalize these emails, number one. Number two, making sure that you are contacting the right schools and diversifying the type of schools that you're reaching out to. So if you go back and you look at those two things and you say, yeah, I personalized every email. Yes, I was targeting the right schools. I didn't have unrealistic expectations. Nobody's getting back to me. Then I think you've done all the right things. And really what we do next is we try to follow up and make sure they didn't miss the email. And then we try to diversify the way that we're reaching out to them. So yeah, if you've sent two or three emails that have gone unanswered to the same school, you, you can kind of run two different directions with that assessment. You can say either this school might not be interested or maybe this coach is not the most organized. So let's diversify how we're reaching out to that coach. Then it's time for a phone call maybe. Maybe you reach out to them via social media at some capacity. Maybe you call in that person who knows a person who knows this coach. 
Find a different way to get in contact with them if you have done everything in your power to make sure that you have reached out to the right schools and sent out the right type of content. And yes, there are a lot of ways to add power punches to these emails to really show who you are, to really personalize it and put a name to the face of who you are for these coaches. And if you guys are looking for more specific help with this type of work, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. Reach out in some way. Let's talk about it. Let's make sure that we are putting our best foot forward to get those types of responses that you're looking for from these college coaches. I hope today's podcast was helpful. If you are in this spot where you're not getting responses, please know you're not alone. This happens and it's part of the process, but we also have to evolve and learn and get better and continue to just keep at it, keep contacting coaches, and the right school will find you eventually. Next week, I have a guest who is coming on who is an NIL, name, image, and likeness expert, who's going to be talking about the opportunities for student athletes at the high school level, how you guys can capitalize and get started in NIL. If that's something you're interested in, you're not going to want to miss out on next week's episode. We'll see you then. If you found today's episode helpful in any way, can you do me a favor? Can you share this episode with someone who's also going through the recruiting process? And if you can leave us a five-star review on Spotify or wherever else you stream your podcasts, that will just equip us to help as many athletes and their families as we possibly can. If you have any more recruiting questions or you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at How to Get Recruited or on YouTube at How to Get Recruited or on Twitter at HTG Recruited. Have a blessed day, guys, and as always, happy recruiting.